just start. Okay. All right. So this is our official startup of the podcast, this which is... doesn't really have a name yet. Does it not? Well, I called it uh, Get Off My Lawn with right. the Rev. Or we discussed the Scarecrow and the Rev. Scarecrow and the Rev is, is not a bad option. Because that includes you. Right. And who are you? Oh, I'm, I might remain anonymous depending on what we talk about. <laughs> I, do. I don't know, man. We're going to go ahead. He's just here and he's helping with it. Maybe we'll tell you who he is. Maybe we won't. Right. But I don't know. Can we talk about how stupid Oklahoma is and that only 500,000 plus people showed up to vote? That's so dumb. For the recreational? Dude, I went to get my voter location changed like the day of so that I could go vote. And the lady was like, I don't know if uh, I'll try my best. And I was like, well, I did my best. Right. <laughs> I tried. I, a special election. I, I don't know if that was part of it. I, when I was door dashing, I did go out to this um, fancy high dollar uh, housing addition down south. And I was taking food to somebody, and it was trash day wherever I was going. Gotcha. Right? All the garbage cans were out, and the house that I was going to must have had a party because they had two trash bins out there that were overflowing with beer, you know, 12-pack cases, right. right? And next to that trash can was vote no on 820. Oh, my God. <laughs> that should be a, that's a meme right there. <laughs> that's such a bunch of shit, man. <laughs> You could drink your ass to death, but don't you dare smoke that evil marijuana. Yeah, never kill. So I don't know, anybody. you know, and I know uh, uh, it a lot of it might have had to do with the fact that they were going to tax it at 17 percent mm -hmm. and they were going to leave the medical at the seven and a half or eight or whatever it is. OK, now. So, so they they wanted the, the higher taxes. For yeah, all of for it. less TAC content, too. Oh, gotcha. So that might have had a lot to do with it. I don't know. I wouldn't have changed what I do because I'm old and I get my card for twenty bucks and you get your card for twenty dollars. Yeah, I'm retired, twenty three dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I found a a place to get your exam online for twenty eight bucks. Gotcha. Yeah. So what? How how did the exam go? Like, do they ask you any legit questions? Because I don't have a card. No, they don't. It does. It, 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 any. <laughs> it's just stupid, man. Okay, because they, they just asked. I, I don't even remember like some things like, do I have anxiety or something? Why do I want a marijuana card? You know, my answer was I have anxiety. I have trouble sleeping. You know. Yeah. And bingo, you're in. Leprosy, you know. maybe, you know, yeah. whatever Leprosy? Else. Leprosy. Yeah, Can you get a medical marijuana card? Well, I wasn't going to talk about my leprosy in front of everybody, but sure. since you brought it up. Might want to keep that under wraps, you know. Right. We could talk about Matthew now since my dick fell off and it's his fault. <laughs> hey, Matthew, you hear that? And we're going to try our best to offend Matthew. <laughs> he said we couldn't offend him, so here we are. We segued into offending Matthew. Yeah. Who goes by Matthew? Like, oh, so his name is Matthew. Matthew Cohen. Where did that? Where did the nickname hey, come Matthew from? Hey, Matthew Cohen. His name is Matthew Cohen, and he can't be offended. He has a Facebook page. Y'all get started. <laughs> <laughs> where did Where did Matthew come from? That nickname. Well, I actually met Matthew at a, I was hosting a jam way out east at um, 129th and 31st Street. It was called the Dixie Tavern, mm -hmm. and I was hosting that jam out there a million years ago. And uh, Matthew came in there, and that's where I met Matthew, and we have been really, really good friends ever since. Okay. So I guess we should, uh, maybe for anyone listening that doesn't know who you are, maybe just a quick introduction. Oh, yeah, I'm me. There you go, folks. That's it. I'm here, <laughs> with, I'm here with me, <laughs> me, legendary Tulsa drummer, <laughs> Reverend, Reverend David Stunt Drummer Knight. <laughs> What's the? I was curious. What's the uh, <laughs> the preferred order? Because you have a lot of words in your name. Oh my God! What's that's the, not even all of them. Scott added some more. Oh in God! There. Scott, Scott Santee <laughs> added some more in there. Yeah, we'll be dropping a lot of local names here tonight today. Uh, this will probably be having a lot to do with local stuff. We could attack some uh, national stuff later. But uh, okay, there was a guy here in town named Rocky Frisco. I don't know if you've ever heard that name. He was a bit of a legend here in town. Played with Kale a little okay. bit, keyboard player. Uh, but we were talking one day, and this was back when Facebook was kind of new, and he, we were talking, and 
the conversation went on how, you know, drummers don't really promote themselves. They sit in the back. They're kind of hidden. You, we don't even make the photographs. And right. Shit, you know, we're right at dick level with the guitar player, and we are behind him, and we don't, we don't ever get on the, the photos. And he was talking about it. He said, well, you should start promoting yourself. And, he's, and at that time, I was playing with everybody in town. Yeah. Okay, I worked a lot. And he said, you should call yourself the stunt drummer because when the real drummer can't make it, they call you in. <laughs> That's right. So I became the stunt drummer. And, <laughs> and because I was an ordained minister, I became the reverend stunt drummer. <laughs> and it's stuck ever since. I think it's a, it's a catchy name. I... Uh... I think I told you last time we hung out that I uh, run into people that like know who you are that that don't even know that you worked with me at one point. I probably owe money. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> I said Rev, who I don't know that yeah, that guy. You a process server? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's where that came from. And I played uh, with Rocky, God, so much. It was just crazy how much I played with Rocky. When he died, when Rocky finally died. <laughs> thought he was going to live forever. He, uh, all these videos started popping up on YouTube and they would pan down through the band and I would be there. Like, well, I don't even remember this gig at all. <laughs> I have no clue where this was when it happened. There's probably a few of those, huh? <laughs> There's a lot of those. Well, they blend together. Let's see. I've been playing Tulsa for 40 some years. And, and that brings up a thing, because that's older than the man sitting next to me is. Yes. Yeah, I'm only which, 39. Which was kind <laughs> of my reason for doing this with him. One, because he knows more about this than I do. But the other one is, is that I think as time goes on, the age difference, the generations, because which generation are you? I'm a boomer. What are you? Uh, millennial, I guess. You're a millennial? Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm supposed to hate you, I think. <laughs> I don't, but I think I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to. Uh, that's in the rule book of boomer. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I figured that there would be some good conversation between the two Absolutely. generations. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you are from a much different world than I'm from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. I was on Facebook the other day, and there was a picture of uh, John F. Kennedy and Dwight D. Eisenhower. Who Dwight Eisenhower was president when I was born. I don't remember that, but that's who was in office when I was born. And uh, uh, they were walking together, right? And it's the, the caption of the photos, they were discussing you know, foreign policy and stuff. Whether they really were or not, I don't know. Yeah. But... Are there any pictures of Obama and Trump walking together or right you know that's yeah. you know that's interesting i I doubt it yeah because that <laughs> there wasn't the division in America back then mm -hmm. there was people worked for a common goal, which was the country. Now you see so much big brother shit where everybody's working for the party, their particular party, you know, and it's it's not about common ground or what's good for the country anymore no yeah what do you think the main factor has been that has caused that kind of division that you didn't see when you were growing up facebook yeah i was gonna Without say social doubt, media social media Huge man hands down it. social right. media because who you voted for what your political preferences were and stuff that stuff was personal it was kept at home yeah it was none of your damn business yeah right? exactly yeah. people didn't talk about it. you didn't talk about who you voted for or anything like that and and people respected the office you know they don't do that anymore people didn't run around bashing the president like they do now right you know uh you know it, i'm an independent so, you know, I can bash everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, not a bad place to be. <laughs> yeah. There are things to be bashed on both sides. I, I, I will always say that uh, what the Jeff Dunham, the fucking ventriloquist that has that old man puppet, <laughs> yeah. Walter, if that ain't Joe Biden, I'll kiss your ass, man. <laughs> oh, you know, it's I mean, like a more angry uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm probably a more alert of Joe Biden. Do you think? But then again, I can bash the shit out of Trump because he's a total idiot. Right. You know. Right. The great Clorox faux pas. Can we drink? I was just. Oh, I, I was that. in Facebook. I had some <laughs> memories come up from when he said, "Well, can't we just drink Clorox?" I'm like, "Wow." There's a. Just just read the teleprompter, Donnie. <laughs> right. Don't say anything else. Just read the words. On I the imagine all of his men like, "Oh shit, he's off the cuff again, guys. Yeah. We lost him." Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A we lost them. <laughs> there's a really funny comedian that I listen to, uh, Shane Gillis, and he has a whole bit about like whether you like Trump or not, you have to admit he's funny. 
Yeah. That's hilarious. Saying freaking people plethora <laughs> of fucking jokes, man. Yeah. It's funny to say, oh, we'll just pour bleach on it, you know? Yeah. The coronavirus. Yeah. You know? I mean, all the presidents provide the talk, late talk hosts with humor. All of them. Right. But I don't think anybody provided it to the extent that Don Trump no. provided it. Okay? Because, I don't know. And I'm going to tell you this, okay? Those of us that are older and we've watched Donnie come up through the years and everything, and we all know that he's a spoiled little rich brat. Yeah. We all know that, okay? Even the people that support him know that, okay? But the... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to put it. I don't want to be too offensive here. Oh, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But to watch what he turned into and to know that that whole presidency thing, whether he gets elected again or not, which I doubt, no one's going to support him. I mean, as far as like, like the Republican Party, you know, yeah. Um, that whole thing is just another notch on his bedpost. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, I got to be president. It's more food for his ego, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make America great my ass. It's all about what Donnie did. Yeah. That's how I feel about him. It's just so, it's crazy how many people don't see it that way, though. Well, there's so many younger kids today that just think because they are young Republicans, well, I have to automatically like Donald Trump. Right. You know, and it, it, that's not there's, the way it is. You have a lot a, of other people that are good Republicans that you can choose from. The lack of nuance <laughs> is a huge problem. Like, like a what? Like nuance. Yes, like there's yeah, no, yeah. it's all black and white. You right, know? right. And so much of that happens, what's going on today is like, <clears throat> And that's part of what is it is so many people just, you know, and I don't care if it's a Republican Party or the Democratic Party or it, so many people have been brainwashed into the indoctrination of what this party is supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to think. So this is how I'm going to think. Yeah. You know, and that's that's not that's just not so cool. It's like, come on, man. You are we're smart people. We have brains. It's okay to go against the grain. Yeah. This country was founded on people that went against the grain. Right. You know? Yeah. Is this too serious? Should no, we, uh, I, I think it's a good point. It's like should we should we move on to something funny? <laughs> you you know, like I just sat here and farted. You didn't even know. Oh man. So all right, guys. This has been uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your stand-up. Are you are you doing stand-up uh, tomorrow? Know, I did it the one time. You were there for that one. Was I funny? I was. I, well, I, here's the deal. I walked in. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yes. I walked in like in the middle of a story, so I missed a lot of context. Well, I saw a video of the whole thing. Yeah. How okay, long were you I up haven't there passed for? It, posted it or anything. I probably won't. <laughs> but I saw a video of the whole thing, and people were laughing. It was funny. I did talk about my dead mom a lot. And mm -hmm. how she wanted to kill me. That was a lot of my jokes. Yeah. But uh, I, I do have the desire to do it again. And I have a lot of imp, um, stuff, material. I just got to figure out how to put it all together. I feel you. Yeah. I don't know about all that. I think that's where it, you know, a professional stand-up comedian knows what they're doing because they know how to put all their information together. I just, well, the best <clears throat> I can do is get up there and ramble. Yeah. Much Which, like we're doing right here. Hey, that works. I uh, the problem is like the, the really professional level comedians they get up there and it just looks so easy and then just anybody thinks they can go to like no. an open mic and do it and then of course I've never done it but once you get up there I imagine it's like oh shit that little <laughs> club that you saw me on yeah. I walked up there okay I spent my entire life on stage since I was you know very very young mm -hmm. and um, I uh, I've never really had stage fright ever yeah. Okay. I was just always like when I was learning to play, I just wanted to get up there and play. I didn't give a shit how horrible right. I was or anything. I just wanted to play and get better. Right. Well, I walked up there in that little bitty club and there was a, not a lot of people. The place wasn't packed, but there was a few people in there. And here's the thing with a stand-up comedian. As a drummer, man, I got musicians and drums and stuff to hide behind. But as a stand-up comedian, I'm <laughs> it's just me and a microphone stand and an audience full of people staring at you going, Make me laugh. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. A lot of pressure. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. I got my head out of my... You weren't there yet. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go. So, you know, and I started laughing. <laughs> I ain't told a joke yet. I looked at everybody and said, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I'm just up here going to give it a shot. <laughs> and it's a bucket list thing. I always wanted to do it, you know? Right. And I did do it. I got up and did it. Whether I do it again, I have the desire... I think I probably will. That's why we're doing this today in case yeah. I want to go do it 
on a Thursday. It's good preparation, the, right? The open mic night, I can go up there and do it, you know? We'll see. I've had some folks uh, ask me if I was going to do it again. You know, are you going to do it again? I heard you were funny, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> we'll see. You know, there's a. I had a friend that was a stand-up comedian, and he told me about club comedy, you know, club humor in the clubs, yeah. and then living room humor. Right, like, <laughs> will this joke in my living room translate to a stage? Right, yeah, yeah right. All my jokes about my mom trying to kill me, they went over pretty good. Yeah. People are going to be wanting to know what that's all about. <laughs> Should I tell them? Hey, we can dive into it. All right. So I was the youngest of seven kids, and I'm pretty sure that by the time that my mom got to me, she was pretty much tired of children. Mm -hmm. Okay, seven of them, Jesus Christ. And, <laughs> and four of them were boys, okay? Uh, some of the daughters were handfuls, some weren't. Some of the boys were handfuls, some weren't. I was one of the handfuls. And uh, uh, from what I understand, basically, my sister kind of raised me a lot. But I'm pretty sure through the course of my life that I realized my mother was trying to kill me. And I'm guessing because she was... This is a joke. It's not real, okay? <laughs> Disclaimer. All right? My mom, you know what my mom would be doing if she was here right now? What's that? She'd be stinking up the joint. She'd been dead a long time. Ah. Bam. Okay? <laughs> See, yeah, nothing's, nothing's left untouched. But anyway, I loved my mother. Make no mistake. But so we, one day she was cooking. I don't know what she was making, something that had to go into the oven. And... Um, uh, she asked me if I would like to help her. We had one of those ovens that you had to light with a match, okay? The yeah. pilot light didn't work anymore. You had to light with the match. And she says, do you want to help? And I says, well, of course I want to help. I love my mommy. I want to help. She says, well, she hands me the box of matches. She goes, go and light the oven. And she says, be careful now. It's been on about 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay. And you're a little kid? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, look, folks, this is not true this is a joke okay <laughs> my mother loved me she never tried to kill me except this one time <laughs> so if you've ever been to the great lakes they're huge have you ever been to the great lakes there scarecrow i have okay yes, so I you have. know when you're on the shore it looks like the ocean you yeah. cannot tell the difference right. between the great lake they're massive all right and when we were little i lived at the tip of lake michigan basically we would go up to the lake when we would uh have family outings and i remember my mother telling me not to go any further than where the sky touched the water now if you know anything about geology that's 12 miles out and it never really touches the water yeah. okay so if that ain't my mom trying to kill me <laughs> just just keep swimming Davey. Just keep going you just keep on swimming nope, son you'll be good okay <laughs> don't go any further than whether this guy touches the water or not though you gotta watch that and then there was the time that she elicited the help of my brothers to kill me because in indiana it stays cold enough long enough for ice to freeze yeah and you go ice skating but you got to check the ice and she would elicit the help of my brothers who would send me out to check the ice mm -hmm. <laughs> so i can either get my ass kicked <laughs> by my brothers or i can take my life in my own hands and go out on the ice be a man so <laughs> So, yeah, so be it by herself or with the um, elicit the help of my brothers, my mom tried to kill me. And this is a joke. This isn't real. My mother never tried to kill me that I know of, except for that Lake Michigan thing. I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> but, not the time she tried to light you on fire, <laughs> which didn't happen, guys. That is not right? real. That is, but there was, I don't, some of my Indiana friends, okay, I'm sure they're going to hear this, but one night, Back in the early 70s, 60s, I don't know. We were at my friend's house eating LSD, right? right? And um, he had one of those stoves, which you had to light. And we're all tripping. We don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> and somebody goes, they're going to make biscuits. So they turn on the oven and they forget about it. And uh, my friend Biggie, we're going to call him Biggie, okay? He says, uh, he says you got to light that thing with uh, uh, a match and I'm like and I'm for some reason I'm standing on a chair looking in a cabinet I'm getting a pitcher to make Kool-Aid or something like that and my friend John sticks the match into the oven and the oven goes 
boom. Yeah, and this flame comes at me, and I open up the cabinet door, right? So it doesn't get me in the face, but it burns my shirt. It blisters the cabinet door, but it doesn't get my face, right? But no, it was Biggie that did this because he didn't know that the oven had been on. He did not. It was his oven, but he didn't realize somebody had turned it on, and he yeah. stuck the match in there and bloom. Well, it burned his hand all up, right? Okay, kind of bummed him out real good, right? And he's laying in bed with his hand in a pan of water, and he's moaning, he's groaning. We're all, we're all in there laughing at him. And he says, if I hear one more peep out of you, you're all getting thrown out. So, of course, I says, peep. <laughs> <laughs> he, he come out of that bedroom, man, and he come after me, and I just reached out and grabbed his hand. And that was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's done. Oh my God! Is he still scarred up today? I don't know. Oh. I haven't seen him in a million. I don't even oh, wow. know if the guy's still alive or oh, not. I hope he is. Well, Biggie, if you're if you're out there listening, Biggie, we, if you ever hear this, we yeah. hope you're doing well. We hope your hand is all healed up. <laughs> I can't imagine what that would what the reaction would be like if that happened on acid. Well, we cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> we were like the '70s shows yeah. guys ever watched. Oh yeah. yeah, we were we were those guys, man. We were we were great at burning each other. He. Uh, <laughs> He put, now this is going to piss some people off, but um, he put some acid in his grandmother's coffee. No way. Oh, yeah, he, he did. He dosed his grandma? He dosed his grandmother. <laughs> and it was the happiest day I ever seen that woman have. Well, that, it could have gone one of two ways. <laughs> yeah. Let's be happy it went that she way. She was happy. <laughs> she's cleaning and cooking, and she's in love with everybody, and this is typically a grumpy old lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh, was man. fun. So, um, do we? Um, how long do we do this for? I don't know. How long do you want to go? I don't know. When's your When's your dinner? <laughs> oh, I probably head out at like seven thirty. I don't okay. know. Okay. Where um, you going to dinner? It's this place called Et Al, like E T A L. Yeah, North uh, South. Yeah, it's a good place. Yep. 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 But um, so let I'll do a plug for Red Light Chicken here. Have you been there? Yeah. No. Yeah. I uh, I have. I love Red Light that Chicken. That place is good. So good. Everybody, go to Red Light Chicken. Katie yeah. Dover works there. That's uh, David Dover's daughter. Is, is this an official sponsor of uh, the? No. Maybe they will be now. <laughs> maybe I they will talk to them. I do have some people that are interested in sponsoring this if they see how it goes. Giving us. Uh, some money, that'd be nice. Well, hey, everybody, go go check out Red Light Chicken, for real. Yes, everybody, go check out. It's delicious. I love it. Yeah. It really, and I'm not the kind of person that I don't go out and order chicken at restaurants. Right. Maybe a chicken salad or something, but not, you know, chicken tenders, but oh, that's good stuff. Do you cook a lot? Do what? Do you cook for yourself a lot? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Me, <laughs> that's one of the things that uh, me and little wifey poo were talking about was that we needed to stop eating out so much and oh, yeah. start cooking at home because it's ridiculous what it costs to eat out anymore. Man, I spent like $50 on groceries the other day, which is not very much. No. But I was like, dude, that's like five times eating out, not even. Yeah. Like maybe two or three times by yourself. Yeah, and yeah. it feels like a lot of money when you're at the checkout at so like a Walmart. So would you get two bags worth of stuff? It was like one large bag from Trader Joe's. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. maybe a week's worth of food. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still learning how to do this whole adult thing, but yeah, I still haven't figured that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is no matter what age you are, you've never been that age before. So that's true. You don't know really how to do it. You know, how do you do it? And then once I hit 50, I started going backwards. So, you know. <sighs> you started aging in reverse. I started going the other way. Yeah, by the time I get 80, <laughs> I'm going to be like pooping on myself and <laughs> breastfeeding. And I won't let that happen to you. Don't you stop me from breastfeeding. Uh, I'm not putting you in a damn nursing home, that's for sure. They should be breastfeeding all around for everybody. Well, I'm not wiping your ass either, though. So. Yeah, you know, I'm going to invent a thing. Well, you, they have an app for your phone. Have you seen it? The ass wiping app? What? No. You haven't seen it? Huh? Yeah, it works really good, but you got to clean your phone off. Ah, <laughs> see, that's a good one. Ass wiping app. They got everything else. Man. So, um, are you going to dinner with a girl there, buddy? No, it's uh, some friends. A uh, bunch of friends. Uh, too bad. Sorry. You're bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's been pretty dry lately on the whole love life. Oh my god! Thing. All right, here, at, 
Okay, I don't know. We this is audio, so you can't see this guy, but he's about as pretty as a man can be. So, girls, this is the scarecrow. Get a hold of us. However, that happens from this. I don't even know what happens after this. He does. I don't know. Oh, do I? And uh, you yeah. want me? To, I don't know what happens after we get done with this. Do I just mail my computer to the podcast? Sure. Lab? However, <laughs> yeah. Can you just drop it off, or how's that work? Oh, I, I'll figure it work? out. Nah, you know how to do that shit, right? Yeah, I got I it. <laughs> get your music on platforms, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, it's so crazy. I remember, uh, you know what SoundCloud is? Yeah. SoundCloud. So um, it used to be as easy as just like, because that's like a free platform. Anyone in the world can upload anything. We could put this on SoundCloud. Um, but then if you wanted to get your music on like Spotify or Apple Music, you would have to go through a third party like distribution, like a DIY so, like, we used DistroKid for the longest time, um, which is what most people use that aren't, like, signed to a distribution deal. And then once we got the distribution deal, now it's like, okay, great, I don't have to pay $20 a month for uh, to get my music. Or I think it was, like, $20 a year. It wasn't even that well, much money. But Anyway. So little, what's it cost to put this thing out? Oh, it's free for podcasts. Cool. See, now right there would have been a good opportunity for me to lie to you and say that yeah, you, could you, have done that. you yeah. owe me money. But if I found out, I'd have to have Guido beat you up. <laughs> Whoever Guido is. You yeah, know, we don't want to piss off Guido. Guido could be anybody. You know, oh, he sounds like he could kick my ass. Dicky Italian guy. <laughs> Uh-oh, I just, I just insulted all the Italian-Americans out there. More to come. Hang out. <laughs> I think the Italians would be fine. <laughs> Guido. Guido. There's a Guido's Pizza in some place I go to. Where is that at? <laughs> I love how most people's introduction to like, or most people from this part of the country's introduction to what like Italian people were like in the pop culture was that show Jersey Shore. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And that's a, that's a shame that that yeah. was the people's... No, there was stuff before that, bro. I know. I'm saying people my age. <laughs> yeah, like, your age, Like, yes. growing up in... Yes, like, yes. You know, uh, what was her name? Snooky. Snooky, that's Snooky, right. Snooky, yeah. I wonder how she's doing I've today. I've never watched an episode of that, but I know who they are. <laughs> I hate to admit that I got into I it for a little while. And, you know, and that brings up the whole MTV thing. Oh, yeah, let's talk and, about you know, that. The M does no longer stands for music. It's just a moniker. Right. It has no meaning. It's just... Yeah, they don't thing. even have music videos anymore, really. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I never got that. I don't know. That's okay too, though. Yeah, it kind of it just be, it morphed into this like reality show, like pop culture yeah, thing. Yeah, with the what was it? The what was the first one? The the reality one. I don't remember what it was called. I think they had like Big Brother on there. That was, that the was one. one. Big Brother. I think that's what it was. I never watched that one. I never watched any of them. Not a single one. <laughs> Like this is supposed I wasn't to be a music. Big fan of music <laughs> videos to begin with. Like if they showed the band and stuff, I was okay. But so many of the videos, it's like, what does this video have to do with the song? And so many times yeah. it had nothing, you know. Very just, true. So I, I don't know. Because I got an old brain. <laughs> I don't know how to figure that out. Uh, you know how to work Facebook, so that's barely. <laughs> that's you know that's. A <laughs> Speaking, let's talk about Facebook for a minute. Let's talk about humor on Facebook. Yeah. The stupidest place in the world to tell a joke is on Facebook. Okay? You do it. For, I do it. <laughs> I do it, and it's still stupid. Okay? Because, you know, people always have some... It's like a joke. I do everything to make sure people know it's a joke. I will put a disclaimer. This is a joke. Yeah. This is not serious. This did not happen. I'll put laugh emojis. I'll laugh instead of like. I'll laugh at everything I can to let people know that this is a joke, right? And then they'll come up with some serious response, you know? It's Always. Like, you're ruining my joke. Can't you just laugh and move on, yeah. you know? Ha, 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 LOL, or a laughy emoji, and then move the fuck on and quit right. ruining. You're like a heckler <laughs> at a freaking comedy club. That is you know? what it is. I think Twitter is probably like a better space for jokes. Yeah, probably that's what they tell me. I don't even have a Twitter account. I've I never had one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because Facebook, everybody's so damn sensitive. You can't <laughs> tell a joke about anything. I don't even, did I bring my phone in? I didn't bring my phone in. It's behind the computer. Oh, let me see. What was my latest one? Now, this one was funny. This one got some laughs. This could be a whole segment of the podcast it, it going could, forward. It could. <laughs> Not, let me see. Um, 
Damn, we've been going for 30 minutes. Oh, have we really? Yeah. Okay, so this was the one that I was talking about today, all right? And I and I don't know why it came into my head, but just the, I th it was just a memory that came into my head today about the day that my I have an ex-wife that I call my dead ex. And the reason I, she has a name, the reason I call my dead ex is because she was my ex-wife when she died, okay? okay. Her, her name is Susan, anyway. Uh, we played music and everything together. And so one day Susan came to me and confessed that she had cheated on me, but she had cheated with a woman. And so I was like, so guys, have you ever tried to act hurt? Okay, like, right, she's not right. really hurt because right. she cheated with a woman, right? And you're like, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> and it's really even hard to act hurt when you got a damn boner, okay? And, I, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, no, babe. No, no, it's so horrible. I'm so sorry, but you know what? I'm really not mad at you because people make mistakes. So what I need you to do is tell me how this happened and don't leave out any details. <laughs> I need explicit details. I need to know everything how this happened. happened. Okay, so we can talk about it. That, that's a rare situation to find yourself in, I feel like. Maybe not. I don't know. It never happened. <laughs> that whole thing was fake? Never oh, my God. <coughs> you know, you can never believe a comedian, especially when they say true story. I've been bamboozled. True story. <laughs> that is the name of our band. Bandboozle. Bandboozle. Bandboozle with a D. That was the name of your band? That was the name of the band with that girl. See, and now I don't know if that's true. Is, there, is, true. is there even a dead ex-wife is my question. There I don't know what to believe. There is a dead ex-wife. <laughs> it was Susan Knight and Bandboozle. Scott was in the band with me. Scott was in the band with me. How long ago was this? Uh, in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. The uh, So, um, yeah, um, where, where's the one go? There's somebody on here that said, uh, I can't find it now. <laughs> Talked about being, you know, him and his girlfriend, and it was horrible. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um <laughs> Yeah, it never happened. Did I tell everybody it was real? I don't remember. Let me look and see. <laughs> well, you you know, that's what I say. If a comedian says true story, you know, it's bullshit. Right. It may be based on a true story, but it's bullshit. They're doing their job, you know. It's not, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Let me see if I offended anybody with this one. Because, okay, so, you know, I was talking today about, like, when I was a kid, gay meant happy. Okay? Right. Right. If you were gay, you were queer, and that was that. And it was really easy. It wasn't confusing. Mm -hmm. Okay? Very, very easy. I don't think that's offensive because there's a Q in all those initials, right? <laughs> that stands for queer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's not offensive. I'm going to say it's not. So, anyway, the other day, I'm behind a car. And I see the little rainbow sticker in the back window. Mm -hmm. And I notice there's another one on this side of the trunk lid and one on this side of the trunk lid. And they have one. I didn't really, could make out what the license plate said real good, but uh, and there was some on the license plate. So I thought, okay, well, this, this is, I instinctively thought that this car belonged to a gay person. Okay, because that's what rainbows are now. So as I pulled up to it, this is a company car for some preschool. Oh, okay. okay. So now rainbows are complicated. Bunch okay? of gay kids, maybe, yeah, is what it been. is. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> wow. Fucking gay kids, man. Okay, you know. They're starting them young, I hear. They are. I heard about that. There's a school. You go learn to be gay. So anyway, so I started looking into things, and I knew about the LBQ, blah, 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 whatever it all is, right? <laughs> now, we have, it has grown into this. Are you ready for this? Sure. LGBTQIA2S+. Plus. 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 So, here's what I'm getting. Okay. Pretty much, they've included everybody in there, but straight white folks <laughs> okay and my my now this is my understanding about the plus because i really wasn't sure what the plus is so i looked up the plus right the plus is an affirmative marker okay and i so i 
kind of changed it a little bit. And I says, my understanding of the plus is that it's an affirmative marker for those who identify as something that's not in all those other fucking initials. <laughs> it's like so. All right. And, and I'm okay with that. Okay. I think it's all right. great. All right. Everybody do what the hell they want to do. I mean, I, now for me. Yeah. Okay. The plus means that I get to freely identify as a pop belly, white haired, bearded, heart attack victim who freely farts, has a gigantic prostate, and who has more damn pain and memory loss than. Wait, what are we talking about? A. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I was blown away, man. I did like. Okay, I have gay family members, and I have no problem with gay people. But when I saw <laughs> what all those initials grew into. I was like, oh, my it's God. It's a long list. Yeah. What is all that about? <laughs> I don't really get all that. So um, there was another thing that I wanted to talk about here. All right. And let's see. Where is it? Okay. Um, we discussed a little earlier about sensitive shit, how things have gotten so sensitive. Right. One time you and I were in a restaurant. We were talking about singers and i called the backup singers the blackup singers yeah i remember this and everybody at the table freaked out i remember that well who my dear friend flash terry who is now dead and gone who was the real blues deal in this town i got that uh from him okay and he was a black guy and he was a black guy and he yeah. said he needed him some blackup singers <laughs> referring to the fact that Black women make great black the, backup the singers. The best backup singers. Exactly. Okay. And you can have an Oreo set up anytime, sure. you know, with the <laughs> two black girls and a white one, and that's acceptable. But yeah. So that's how the world changed because you, I don't think you were offended, but you thought some people would be offended by the term backup singer. Right. You I, know, I and wasn't. And it was in a term of an endearment from my day and age. Right. Yeah. See, I guess because another person we won't name was the one that kind of. Yeah. Like got upset, and I like a big redhead. <laughs> we're gonna bleep that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I I didn't find it offensive. I was just like, you know, exactly what you said. Like I could see why someone might find that yeah. offensive, but yeah. they don't know the context behind. Right, it. right. They it's don't know a, the background. Such a different thing. So, um, I was talking on Facebook about the startup of the podcast. Okay, and we were talking, and would I be discussing some of the sensitivity? With the startup of my podcast, my mind turns to the sensitivity of America, and mm. I am like, oh, fuck. Okay, <laughs> so one of the things was, is I got to ask, when did America get, when did America get old man dick soft? Okay, when did this happen? Okay, that was my question, okay? All right? Okay. I remember when men wouldn't cry, okay? You could shoot them in the head with a gun and they wouldn't cry, okay? Yeah, fuck, I walked this off, okay? And and like we were talking before, you know, when did America turn into marshmallows? And I think a lot of it has to do with social media, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what infected us or how it happened, but I even have gay friends, you know, older gay friends that are my age, and yeah. they're like, fuck this shit right okay even they can't stand it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so and i was talking i said old and i was making this statement about old gays from the before time also want to know what the fuck happened and i was talking to my gay friend and he told me about that right after he got that pound in his buddy's poop shoot his buddy started crying <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and uh, apparently he wasn't told how much he was loved before he took the big log up his brown eye. Oh, man. Okay? So my friend was like, and, and this is what my friend said to him. My gay friend said to his partner, he says, are you fucking kidding me? So he punched him in the head and he told him, now there's something to cry about. <laughs> right? And I said, <laughs> okay. And then... Um, <laughs> Now get the fuck off my lawn. Okay, no. exactly. <laughs> like, so that is a true story. I've embellished it a little bit, but that is true. Okay. All right, folks. So that's how you know that that is not a true story. Uh, because of what I said earlier. Okay. <laughs> Got to stick to your, your word, man. <laughs> I had a list of stuff I wanted to talk about. Cool. And okay. I, like a professional, cannot find it. Something I did want to ask you about, though, and I don't know how to frame it. Um, Are we going to offend anybody? No, I well, don't think so. Move on. Well, <laughs> case closed. <laughs> so just so you all know, I'm going to smoke some marijuana while he talks. All right. 
Um, speaking about the Tulsa music scene, so I'm not from Tulsa. I moved here a little over a year ago. And um, from what I've seen, I guess maybe just from the places that my generation goes and hangs out, like I have not been able to get a clear read on what the scene is here really or like what the vibe is. And I was curious, um, you having been brought up in the Tulsa music scene, not brought up, but, you know, have history. Right. Um, was there, was there like ever a clear cut, like this is the scene here? Did it ever feel like the music was like alive in the city when you were playing versus, um, how does that contrast to what it is now? Well, when I first started playing in Tulsa, it was a blues town. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really, truly was. Uh, now there's a lot of indie stuff going, you know, um, I think that it's uh, it's kind of a free-for-all out there. You know what is really strange is because everything turned into one-night stands here, okay? Yeah. Back when I first started playing, you could get gigs that lasted Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah, and yeah. That was nice, man. And then show up uh, Sunday morning and drink uh, Bloody Marys because you were hungover. Right. BYOL days. Yeah. <laughs> so different. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just but walk yeah, into a I bar. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and you have so many of these things now where you have multiple bands playing one show. Right. You know, I don't know how that works. Did it not used to be that no, way? No, it did not. So you, there wasn't you, like an opener no. and then, oh, wow. And there was nothing downtown. Okay. That's happened in the last, say, 10 years or so. So people, if they went downtown to hear music, it okay, was... Okay, you know Jory. Jory Jory is my wife, okay? Yeah. Yes. So anyway, uh, Jory, you know, she lived in Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, she moved away before all that happened downtown. So she came back. And she and came back and saw what happened downtown, and yeah. she was like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, none of that. All you saw after 5.30 downtown was homeless people, baby. That mm-hmm. was it. People leaving work. And some things never change. <laughs> that might offend some people. I don't know. No. But, yeah, That's I think uh, Tulsa's... Uh, it's broader. There's so much more. There's something here for everybody. You know, with all the jams that go on in this town and stuff, if you're an up-and-coming musician and you're looking for some stage time and you can't find it, it's because you're not looking. Yeah. Okay? Because there's jams almost every single night of the week, if not every single night of the week in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Open jams where you can go in and, and you don't have to be good, okay? Because there's people, I mean, that come in and, you know, they just... Or trying to have fun, you know, you'll find that I. <laughs> uh, I wanted probably, to get into this too. Yeah, I probably yeah. stepped somewhere where I shouldn't there because I am one of the people like, if there you you need to have a certain level of talent before you take the stage and try to entertain other people. Right, any stage. You know what I mean? I don't right. care what stage right. it is, and if you haven't um, reached that level yet. First off, don't quit trying to get to that level. I mean, that's the biggie. Never, if that's your dream, never, ever, ever quit trying to get there. But if you haven't gotten there yet, then the truth of the matter is you really don't have any business trying to entertain an audience yet. Mm-hmm. You need to get yourself to where you can entertain people. You know, And there are things that are required by music, like singing on key. You don't have to ha- like the blues. You don't have to have a good voice to sing the blues. Exactly. But you got to sing on key. That's the, you could have a crappy voice and sing on key. That's the important you know? thing. Right. I mean, these are things that are required of singers. You must simply must have your damn guitar tuned. You know, tune your guitar, guys. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, and and because a lot of people come into these jams and they think that it's karaoke. Yeah. And it's not karaoke, man. Right. It's not. So. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some train wrecks. Yeah, I, me too. I've, thank I've, God I don't know any of them by name. But <laughs> I have a, a reputation for running a lot of different jams over different the years in this town, and I actually just quit the last one I was running. It was the sixth jam, as so many people here in town know. Then it became the Jory Jam, and then uh, she's doing an amazing job with it. In fact, I should probably bring that up right now. So she's still doing the jam. Yes, she is. Okay. And it's been, all this time, it's been out there with Kara Fletcher out there at uh, Full Circle, and bless her heart, I love her to death. She took us in when we didn't have a home to go to, and she gave us a place to continue doing the jam when the Crystal Skull shut down. But um, Shout out. Uh, we're not going to be there any longer. 
Oh, okay. This coming, this next Sunday will be the last one there. It's not any bad blood or anything like that. It's right. just a business thing. We still love Carrie. She still loves us. It, to be honest, it's a money thing, you know. I see. And um, uh, we were offered more money to go someplace else, and Carrie just can't match it at this point in time, uh, and the other place can. So we um, we're going to move it over to the Red River. Okay. Uh, so Red oh, River that's where Saloon. you were the other day. You were trying to get me to come yeah, out there. Yeah, that's okay. up there at uh, uh, Admiral <coughs> and uh, Pittsburgh, right up there where uh, Pittsburgh tees into Admiral. It's a great little place. Um, <laughs> and I have been joking around because they will now have a jam on Saturday, Sunday, and then the Blues Jam on Monday. Nice. With Ronnie Pyle and David Teagarden and, and Cat Irons. And then Saturday they have uh, Rick Lyles, Rick Stanky Brown Lyles, uh, Cat Irons and David Teagarden. And then Sunday it'll be Dave Zach, David Teagarden, Cat Irons, and Steve Bagsby. Am I leaving anybody out? That's an amazing lineup. Yeah, actually it is. Uh, we, I could go on and on and on about <laughs> Steve Bagsby. That guy's a virtuoso on the lap steel yes he I mean, is. just freaking amazing so yeah it's going to be moving over there starting not next week but the week after uh and uh, like i said it's it's there's no bad blood or anything like that it's just a business deal and so that's going to happen but the most important thing that we, i've been going doing this driving people crazy <laughs> the most important thing we have to remember mm -hmm. okay above all else is david teagard doesn't have to move his drums for three days <laughs> That is a, that's a plus. <laughs> he gets to leave them drums sitting for three whole days. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. From the few times I've helped drummers pack up, it is. Well, I wouldn't want I that job. Playing bass. Oh uh, yeah. If I don't have to move drums again, I will be a happy camper. So let's get back to the Tulsa music scene because I do want to talk about that. Yes. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, there is Tulsa is an amazing, amazing place. I mean, so such amazing musicians come out of this town. It's ridiculous, you know. And things were really popping, starting to pop it here, really, really good. And then COVID hit. Yep. Kind of knocked things okay. back a little bit. But I think things are starting to pop again. The church mm -hmm. studios back on track, and the dome. Uh, church down there at um, I think it's like 10th and Boulder mm -hmm. okay like a hundred year old church yeah they're yeah, gonna turn that into a concert venue wow. recording studio as well oh that'll be amazing so more stuff going on you know musically here in good old River City that's right so I call River City and somebody goes where's River City I'm like oh my god are you kidding me I see I've never heard it called that it's not called that there's a river and we're a city. Right. <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from here. Maybe th maybe there's something I don't they know about. They have a river you know? in Oklahoma City, too, right? They do. Yeah. You guys got that canal thing. We don't mm -hmm. have that. That's pretty cool. Back when I was with my dead ex, we played Bricktown, I believe. I want to say we did. did you play I like played there with somebody. <laughs> I like uh, JJ's Alley in Bricktown. That's this, a good uh, place. They do live music like seven days a week. Oh, the, everything's changed since we were out there. And then yeah. there was a place out there on the other side of town called Teddy's that we used to play at. And I played at the, the Blue Door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played out there. Yeah, I've been to the Blue Door. Yeah, that's a crazy little building. You know they won't straighten it out. What's wrong with it? It's crooked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they put framework in it to hold it so it won't <laughs> fall on over because there's no right angles. So it helps the acoustics in the building. Smart, yeah. smart. Yeah. And if you have you been there? I've been there. Did you see the posters on the walls? It's been a long time. My God, the people that have played that place yeah. is crazy. It's legendary. We were making a movie when I played it. Yeah. Uh, Red Dirt on Route 66 was the movie. I, I saw a trailer. I don't think it ever actually got turned into a movie, though. There's some other people out there that could tell you more about it than I could. It turned into a, it turned into a bit of a fiasco, mm -hmm. but it was fun doing it. It only cost me a hundred bucks to be in that movie. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good deal, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun making it though. It was kind of different. They they screwed up. Me and Mike Day, rest in peace, Mike. There's another one that's gone. Uh, he we tried because Mike's a quiet guy, and I'm not. 
And uh, you're not a quiet guy. No, not really. <laughs> not that much. And uh, we tried to uh, get them to swap our characters. See, basically, the the premise that we did the movie is we would set up scenes, but there was no script. Yeah. Okay. We had to improv the scenes, and so we tried like crazy to get the people that were putting the producer and directors and all to um, swap me and Mike's characters. Okay, because. I wasn't going to have a line in the movie, right? But my character was going to be narrating the movie, but it would be yeah. somebody else's voice. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm just like like there playing drums. You don't have to do okay. anything. <laughs> yeah. and, and Mike, who is very quiet, and they're wanting him to be all talkative and shit, and so their instructions was be yourself but amplified. And everybody that knew me is like, you got to change Rev's character. Yeah. Okay. This is not his, this is not him. This, this isn't is going to work. <laughs> yeah. You got to swap these guys' characters. And I discovered on so many of the scenes, nothing happened. And I'm sitting there and I have lines and stuff I want to say to generate some conversation for the scene and mm -hmm. shit, but I can't. Because your character is just Because my character cannot total say silent. a word. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, you guys are so lame. Somebody act. <laughs> Do something, okay? <laughs> just act, okay? Pretend. You remember how to pretend? Okay? And it just <laughs> never really happened much. So a lot of the scenes were really, really lame. I could picture you being a good director. But it was, it was fun. I, you know, I, I, there was just, I'm like, I know I could move this along if you would just let me right. talk, okay? But... They wouldn't let me talk. That was okay. Is there any? Is there a place people can see this um, film? Um, I think you can go on YouTube and you can Google Red Dirt or look up Red Dirt on Route 66. And there's a, there was a trailer that was made off of it. Okay. Yeah, the trailer is very exciting sounding. So we can you know? go watch the trailer. Yeah, you can watch the trailer. And what's it called? Red Dirt on Route 66. Red Dirt on Route 66. Yeah. yeah. Randy Crouch was in it. I don't know if you know that name. He was in it. Uh, Bob Withrow was in it. Rocky Frisco was in it. Uh, even the people that made it were actually in it. Okay. Okay, because the whole making of it and everything. The premise is, is the... The band that I was in, me, Rocky, Bob Withrow, Mike Day, um, <clears throat> we're ghosts. We're dead. Okay? and I love this already. Yeah. And uh, this guy, these guys come over from Luxembourg because they're going to make a movie about looking for Bob Childers, but they don't know Bob Childers is dead. Yeah. But we do because we're ghosts. You know, we, we talk to him all the time, you know? <laughs> so, but we don't tell him. Right. Because he doesn't know. As long as he's still looking for Bob Childers, we're playing gigs. And we're ghosts, and we want to play gigs. Right. We're musicians, right? So we're playing these this is, gigs. This is shit. a good plot. It was actually, I like it was. This. I think it was a money thing, why it never went on. There was no money. I'm going to find the trailer. I encourage yeah. everyone else to do the same. But yeah, it was, the premise <laughs> of the movie was good. Yeah, the ghost band. We were the ghost band, and here's the crazy thing. I'm the only one still living from the ghost band. Oh, wow. Everybody else is dead. Man. Yeah. How many, how many of you were there? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. There was uh, me, Bob, Rocky, Mike Day, um, one other person. Who's the other person? I feel so bad. Oh, there was five of us. There was another person. We yeah. Oh, me. Did I already say me? I think Mike Day, got... Rocky, Bob We'll, we'll say that you did Me didn't. and <laughs> one other person. Who was the other person? Yeah, and everybody's dead in that band except me now. That's Man. kind of scary. So now they're they're the real ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they really are the real ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. How do you think, uh, well, that might be kind of a dark question. What's I don't that? know. Uh, what do you think it is that you've, like, managed to outlive so many people? Because you haven't exactly had, like, a... Well, you know, yeah. first off, I'm not that old. I'll be 69 in August, but some of those guys were younger than me. Um, <clears throat> I think I quit doing a lot of alcohol. 28 years ago, I mean, I drink a little bit again now, but I uh, quit doing cigarettes and alcohol and drugs, mm. basically. I was putting no, other than smoking weed, I was putting nothing in my body. I yeah. didn't even drink coffee. Oh, wow. So, you weren't yeah. drinking like water? Even? Well, I drink water, oh, okay. but I mean, no chemicals. <laughs> oh, I you know, got Other you. than what I got in my food. Okay, which I have no, you know, other than that, I wasn't putting any chemicals in my body for 28 years. Okay, that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes and, sense. You know, 
and I hate to say this because, so, and I'm not going to mention any names, but I had so many friends that were wrapped up in that fucking meth. Oh, yeah. And they all ended up with cancer and they're dying, man. man. You know? And it's like, and I'm glad that I, <laughs> I got away from all of that stuff, okay? Because I don't have a clean past. For crying out loud, I was a musician in the days of being a musician when all people wanted to do was get the band wasted, mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. When you're out on tour, does that still happen? Uh, yeah, like people buying the shots and stuff No, no, like I'm that. talking about like wasted heroin, oh, like, cocaine, no, I, I drugs, had, acid. Luckily, you know? no run-ins with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy back in the days, man. When I first started playing music, it's not like it is now. Damn, this was cool. <laughs> <laughs> These were the heroin blues days, baby. It was, so it cool. was a cooler time. Oh, that was one of my ridiculous things. Is when I all I ever wanted to be was a blues musician, and so at some point in time in my life, I thought it was important that I get myself strung out on heroin. Yeah, because I could not really be a true blues musician unless I experienced that. <laughs> Is that really, was that the thought process? That was the thought process. Wow. Yeah. I was young. I was stupid. You Man. Know? And so, I did it. So you, you know? I mean, you just wanted to be the real deal. And I you wanted thought to be that's, a real blues That was musician. like the buy-in to being the real yep. deal. Yep. And Man. I am a blues musician. You are. I am a blues musician. <laughs> it it now, was an now expensive had, trip, but I got there. Now, had you never done heroin, you, I don't think you would be. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it was a stupid idea. I thought it was something that needed to be done because everybody, you know, you read the books, you read the stories, you hear the, the stuff, and, you know, everybody was did heroin. Right. You know what I mean? And, and so, they, they seem to live for a long time, too, those heroin guys. Not like now because everything's laced At least you do whatever. what you was putting in you when you did heroin. Right. You know, it's heroin. Now when you do meth, you don't know what the fuck you're putting in you. Right. It's ridiculous. Good old Oklahoma. Yeah. Blues, country, music, and meth. And beer. And beer. <laughs> beer. We got beer now. We got beer. Oh, and weed. Weed, 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 weed. We do have that. All right. Uh, anything else we should cover? Well, I don't know. That's was I was going to say that that's something I never thought would happen here in this state. Was legal marijuana? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we were the last state to repeal prohibition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what, I thought we was going to get any marijuana in this state, man. Yeah. And when it happened, it was ridiculous. I, the first time I ever bought any, I walked out of and I hid it in my coat. I come out of the dispensary and I hid the bag in my coat. And right. Like, You're like, oh, I don't have to do yeah, this. Yeah. So I <laughs> Should be rubbing it in everybody's yeah, face, yeah. waving it in the air. Hey, look, I got weed. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. And then I got pulled over one day with it. Yeah. And legally, all we can actually do, okay, is pick it up at the dispensary and drive it home. So you can't just have it. You can't just be driving around with it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's what the cop told me. Huh. Said, yeah, you can take it and pick it up and take it home. I just assumed you could always like have it on you. I don't know. I do. You know? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, yeah, do. <laughs> I, mean, I do. And when I got my new card, it had a list of the rights. So you could smoke marijuana any place that you could smoke tobacco. Yeah. Unless the proprietor says no. And then they are supposed to post signs that says no. So it's just they just have to use the smoking section. So yeah, pretty much that's it. That's it. I haven't seen a lot of places that have like a no marijuana sign. I've well, I've never seen a sign. Yeah, you know, but I know, <laughs> you know, I go to clubs and stuff, and they'll say, yeah, we prefer that you don't smoke in here. But then, you know, there are those that are weed friendly. Like Full Circle is a weed friendly bar, mm -hmm. and uh, people go there because of that because they can sit in comfort and not be, you know, have a drink, smoke a little weed, not be hassled, you know, yeah. over it. But then there's the clubs that <clears throat> completely have the wrong idea about it. Well, we don't want you smoking in here because we got guys that work at American Airlines and they don't want to be breathing that because they don't want to flunk their piss test. Not the way it works, folks. I've heard that one before. Yeah, yeah. Not the way it works, okay? Not the way it works. So if you're doing that, you're doing it for the wrong reason. If you're doing it for some other reason, why don't you just go ahead and tell it the truth? Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah. Also, let the pilots, you know, Take a couple puffs before. Pilots? Yeah. Fuck, I don't care. Fly in a plane. <laughs> I have a friend, James Slade, that let me do the power parachute, which is the parachute with the little card underneath it. Mm -hmm. You can fly around because it's like a plane, right? <laughs> right? I never did it straight. <laughs> Not one single time wow. did I ever do it. I figured if I'm going to die, I want to be high. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah. I have no problem, you know... <laughs> 
oh my god you know it's not like alcohol no you know it's just nowhere near the same thing and yeah i would say i think i would prefer my pilot to have a couple tokes and be kind and calm and relaxed while he's up there flying and definitely i think the, it's a big sky up there brother that's one thing when i learned and i was taught reading this article about pilots you know they put it on autopilot and they go to sleep mm-hmm. right it's a scary thought yeah but it's a big sky it's not like you're gonna run into somebody <laughs> it's you know happened I mean? yeah i mean think about how many times it's happened uh, and how many flights there are less than less than less than less than less than <laughs> you know when you think about all the planes that fly and there's there is an app that can show you all the traffic moving air right. traffic moving across the country or around the world and it is freaking ridiculous all the planes that are in the air and how many of them ran into each other every now and then i guess i was thinking about i saw a video yesterday there was like a stupid air show and that's where the crashes happen oh, like yeah. just yeah. you know those smaller planes well that's different it is very mean? different they're doing but when you're just up there flying at forty thousand feet yeah not chances are slim shit up there man. <laughs> there's just nothing up there <laughs> That's like, you know, and I, when I was flying that stuff, the powered parachute, I'm up at, a, you know, say a couple 3,000 feet, something like that, and it's still a huge, big-ass sky. There's just nothing up there. In fact, it's rather boring up there. You didn't see God up there? Uh, no, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> We're not going to get into that one I now. was trying to segue, we'll, but we probably should. We will talk about yeah, that. We'll, yeah, we don't have time for that we were now. We're going to save yeah, that for another We will remember that for episode. another one. That's right. But, yeah, uh, yeah, you want to come down and um, fly around like creek beds and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but when you're way up in the air like that, I mean, it's beautiful for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then it's really boring because it doesn't change. The scenery doesn't change. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. How long are you kind of like sus- like suspended? Well, or? you're flying. You're literally flying like a plane. I thought you said a parachute. It is a parachute. Oh. But you, the parachute has to be open for you to leave the ground. Okay, I've okay. seen those. The yeah. parachute, the way that they're designed, most people don't know, but parachutes have like little tunnels in them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then they fill up with air, and they generate a false front on the parachute, which makes it work as a wing. Gotcha. Okay, so... When you're on the ground, <clears throat> this is interesting. Some of you might enjoy this. Some of you might not. When you're on the ground, you have an accelerator like a boat. It's a lever. And it goes fast and slow. Okay? As soon as you reach the speed that will get you off the ground, that is the speed you will remain at the entire time of your flight. It's okay. A, it's a constant speed machine. And once you leave the ground, that accelerator, deaccelerator, now becomes up and down. Okay. Yeah. It's no longer fast or slow. Now it's up or down. Right? And it's cooler and shit. Take the funnest thing you've ever done and add an up button to it. (laughs) How long does it does it take a long time to learn how to fly? No. You just get in him and go. Thirty minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. He what he what he did is he gave yeah, because it's it's really, really easy to do. Okay, it's just so simple. And he drew a outline of his property so I wouldn't get lost, right? And he says, just, you know, get up as high as you can, as you want, because, you know, the air is your friend. Altitude is your friend. There's no, You want to get away from the trees yeah. and stuff, okay? So I'm flying, and I get up there, and I look down, and I can't find his fucking property. <laughs> I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking out over here. I'm looking over here. I come back around this way. I'm looking behind me. I can't. Oh, this is way down here. I can't <laughs> find it anywhere, right? And then I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know where I'm at. And then I look, and I'm right directly above it wow yeah and that's not like right there I'm like okay perfect right, cool yeah <laughs> but yeah 30 minute class man that that'd be so it. scary to get lost in one of those things well <laughs> you can always follow a road you can use your gps oh uh, that's true yeah that's how fast i found out i was going because i did my gps up there i dropped the phone one time <laughs> too yeah it's gone yeah i'm up about three thousand feet and i'm taking video right yeah cool 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 whoa there goes my phone you spinning, your phone. spinning in circles. Oh it goes all the way to the ground. Yeah. You were going to have like really cool videos. Well, <laughs> probably, but it was in the middle of nowhere where I dropped it, so I couldn't like get in a car and go get it or even walk to where it was. Right. I would have no idea where it was once I landed. And probably nobody will ever find it. Well, if they do, I would like to see the video. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, all right, let's see. What do we wrap this up with? What topic do we want to discuss to wrap this up with? Remember, folks, whoever listens to this, we have no idea what we're doing here. Not at all. Today was total rambling. We didn't know what we were doing. The next time we do this, I will have some ideas of what we might, topics we might talk about. People, in fact, I have a, a friend of mine wants to, I'm not going to do it now, but he said he wants me, he had a bad problem with a bank or some shit. <laughs> we're okay? going to shout out the bank. And he wants to... Let me see. What is it? Um, we don't want to lose a potential uh, sponsor. No, 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 here. no, no, no. I'm <laughs> not going to mention the bank or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. So no. All right. So yeah, he's, I got a book here of whatever happened. So maybe we'll take that up next time because okay. I told him I'd talk about it. Did we? Uh, we didn't even offend Matthew this time, right? I think we tried to we in the tried very beginning. We tried to, it just didn't work out. I'm not sure, uh, yeah. Okay, all right. So anyway, I think that's it. We're done here? Yeah, let's Okay, wrap ladies and gentlemen, this is the first podcast from the Scarecrow and a Rev. Uh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We had a good time doing it. It's a good time. Uh, unfortunately, we did the RSO too late, <laughs> right? So about an hour from now, we're going to be really funny. <laughs> that would have been the time to turn on the Yeah, we should have done it. A couple of hours ahead of time. Okay, so, all right, that it? All right, see you guys. Bye.